The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Retropop. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, alongside, as always, Mr. Johnny Townsend. Johnny, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. We are the number one podcast on this network, Matt. We are. We've overthrown the king, and we are now the masters of the universe. We certainly feel like it. Uh, you know, we got last month's yeah. numbers in, and I was blown away blown away i know i'm sure you were too but you know yes. big numbers yes. for your shows is, is nothing it's not very uncommon for you you've, you've been a part of a lot of great shows you're actually part of the show that we knocked off um but we just wanted to give a big thank you to every single listener who tuned in at least once to one of our shows uh this is awesome this is like it, it's it's a good feeling to know that uh well i'll just say the number. i'm not big about saying numbers but well over eighteen thousand people who who listened to retro pop last month you are all the best and you it's like the ultimate motivation to kind of keep going and and chipping away at this thing so we thank you very much it, honestly honestly if i knew who you were you'd all be in my myspace top friends <laughs> yes yes you would overtake tom <laughs> and you'd be there for me as well i mean easily <laughs> easily easily no, but you're all a good bunch. Uh, we like to keep this show as fun as we can and, and explore many different themes, trying to tickle that uh, tickle that nostalgia bone, as I, as I love to say as much as I uh, do. So today, though, today we are covering an old form of social media, uh, one that I actually I just logged into today and everything's still there. Uh, I'm honestly like blown away right now. I was just telling Johnny about all the you know, people I used to be friends with and their mice everybody's MySpace pages are still up. All my old pictures are up. It's it's really cool. But yes, today's episode is about MySpace. It's not the OG when it comes to social media, but it, it for a lot of people it is. Yeah, and it's really changed how it looks now because I checked out the website too. Sadly, apparently I had taken all my stuff down. I mean, the only thing that was there was like where I was from and that kind of stuff. But <laughs> uh yeah, it it honestly made me long for the old days of social media because then you literally had to, the way that MySpace was set up, you had to actually want to go to somebody's page to see the stuff they were saying. Yes. Uh, and now Facebook just bombards me with uh, everybody's really stupid opinions. Thank you. <laughs> see, I, I feel yes. I, like I almost wish we could just all go back to MySpace and let it happen that yeah, way. Same. Facebook same. and Twitter are absolutely nauseating. Absolutely yes, nauseating. And I'm including myself. I'm including myself. Oh yeah, me too. I hate like. how much I have to share. Yeah. I share stuff. I hate it. I really hate it. I feel I feel bad for people who are my friends. I see them send me a friend request, and I'm just like, oof. I'm, uh, I'm, I am I'm feel bad for you. But on that note, everybody, let's get into uh, our own personal history with the wonderful website, MySpace. Hello? 
Man, oh man, I remember my first MySpace experience. It was bad. It was bad. I didn't want to have MySpace. It took a lot of convincing. My my one of my distant cousins who I hung out with, he was like he was practically a friend. Uh was like, "Yeah, you got to get a MySpace." And I let him have it. And I let him kind of do what ever I I kind of let him control cuz I didn't realize the power of MySpace and social media. I didn't know what it was back then. So I let my cousin kind of have his way um, with it, and it got me into some trouble, and I was like, okay, this is done. It's a wrap. I'm going to start my own, control it, and, uh, but yeah. Uh, see, somebody posted something about somebody in high school, and I got a phone call in in high school about it. I'm like, ugh, why? Why? But MySpace was, I equate it to high school a lot, because um, that's primarily when I used it after high school. Uh, I'd used it very minimally. Jumped over to Facebook with all the other cool kids and um, just left left Tom high and dry. It just kind of, yeah, that was a thing. But uh, lots of interesting memories, lots of interesting memories on this. High school in MySpace, I associate a lot with uh, me trying to, to date. <laughs> and it did not end well ever. I tried real hard. I tried real hard. Respectfully but real hard and yeah. i just <laughs> yes uh keyword respectively and it just did not work out in my favor at all and i'm actually i was telling johnny before we got on the air I, i'm the i'm i'd like to see some of the old messages but at the same time i don't know if i want to <laughs> i don't know yeah yeah this was the this was around the same time that like yahoo messenger was the thing yeah if I'm thinking right, and I was big on that too as well, and I was big, I was a big time blogger, Matt. I was a blogger. I had a, I had a comedy blog that somehow kind of blew up back in the day. I literally had people all across the country who read it, and it was just literally just me just sp- uh, spouting uh, just sheer stupidity is all it was. I was just making up jokes and and stuff like that, but. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. MySpace came out like when I just graduated high school, basically. Uh, it was a couple years after I graduated, so I was just, I was college age, and I was definitely ready for a girlfriend like you were, and uh, very much understand what you're saying there. <laughs> uh, I, I originally, a long time ago, I had found my old messages from Yahoo Messenger back when that was a thing, and I... I've never cringed so hard in my life of uh, the stupidity I would spout to try to make a girl like me. Oh I'm sorry God. to all those women who put up with it. <laughs> uh, but same thing with MySpace, though. I'm with you there. Uh, I, MySpace was like the first way, the OG way for us to connect with people. Uh, it was kind of a kind of a badge of honor to have a more friends on your MySpace than somebody else. Yeah, it was like it was uh, legit competition. It, yeah, yeah, it really was. Uh, I mean, that was that became the thing after email, right? When you meet somebody, like, hey, what's your uh, MySpace? Yeah. Instead of uh, what's your email, that's kind of the new thing. And uh, the thing I really remember about it the most, though, is that I, for for pretty much my whole life, have been a big-time music guy. I love, love music. And when MySpace added the whole thing where you could start putting, like, a whole playlist 
on your MySpace page, that it, it was over. It was over for me. <laughs> and I and I would take great pride in the playlist that I would create and curate uh, uh, because I was one of those guys who was like, uh, I guarantee you, I know this band and nobody's heard of it. Guy, I was uh, one of those. I see. So gi- like our, a giant like our, snob, like our network friend uh, Anthony Mullen. <laughs> yes. So for I, Wayland, I love so for him to Wayland. death, but he's like, if you heard this band, it's like who Bally, and I'm just like. No. <laughs> except for, yeah. Except for I'm way less ska. I'm way less ska. <laughs> we love you, Anthony. <laughs> we do, yeah. But I, I can't be mad at Anthony because that's literally how I was during MySpace. I right. was the same way. Um, I was definitely, because uh, that was back also when Best Buy was actually a thing still. And it was relevant. And, you know, in your early 20s. And you have a job, you have a lot of uh, you know income that you can just kind of splurge on. And I would go to Best Buy like every Tuesday just to see what CD came out and 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 buy those. And then I would be like, oh, I'm going to put this song from uh, like, good uh, gosh, uh, uh, Panic at the Disco. Let me put this Panic at the Disco song <laughs> up on my mind because I guarantee you nobody's heard of this band before. <laughs> And of course, and of course, now everybody knows who Panic at the Disco is. But that's just an example. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, the the music thing was cool. It was it was an interesting way to express yourself. I I, I guess um, for in the wrestling like high school wrestling like community, it was really cool. Every wrestling season, everybody would um, everybody would put up their school. It was like. Uh, it, this is like the thing, and nobody does it anymore. Um, well, obviously, but I'd be for for example for myself, it'd be like NFHS, which is Niagara Falls High School, and my weight class, which is two one five, and then you'd put in your record. You put your record in. That was the my that was the that was the thing back in the day, and you could tell which kids were good and which kids weren't good because the not good kids didn't put the record on there. But this was like a it was like a cultural thing. Like everybody in in. Like high school wrestling in our area, and maybe probably beyond that, even uh, they all this is this was like the big thing. Like if you didn't do it, you weren't cool. You weren't part of the clique, and I fell right in for it. Um, yeah, this is I'm like I don't know. I'm just I'm tickled by all the memories. Like I, I I'm I'm going through here, but uh, but yeah, nonetheless, very very important time in his in 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 my personal life. Uh, got to meet a lot of people, uh, but. Yeah, I was actually I my I used to love coming home from school and getting new messages. You get the notification. It's not yes. fun anymore, right? Nowadays for Facebook, you just get like uh, you get the little red number. You know, back in yeah. back in face uh, in MySpace times, you legit get it would say new messages, new friend requests, new this, new that, and it was like oh cool. And then the day the first time I came home from school. And noticed that I didn't get any new messages. I was like, okay, MySpace is dying. It's dying. But <laughs> it was yeah. it was a very yeah. good feeling. It was a good feeling. Yeah. Uh, and now nowadays, uh, you know, I'm I'm still a single fella, and every message I get from Facebook is never from a single lady. So, <laughs> so I I've gotten to where I. Like, I'll answer them because either it's you or it's uh, somebody else I do a podcast with or just one of my friends. And that's how we keep in contact. And, and I do like Facebook for that aspect of it. Uh, but, you know, it's still a little disappointing that it's not some uh, cute honey on the other end of it. 
or fly honey, as uh, the Fresh Prince would say. <laughs> so good, so good. Um, yeah, a lot of memories. You know, even if the listeners, if you, you want to let us know about your memories or, or think about them, I'm o- I'm always curious to what do you guys think um, when we do these episodes, your personal experiences with some of these topics that we discuss. But uh, I think that covers the I, our personal history. Johnny, are you ready to get into the actual history of uh, the World Let's- of Space? Let's do it. All right, everybody. So MySpace, really, the, the concept of MySpace, the... the it, it all began in, in really 2003, all right, before it was really MySpace, MySpace. Um, in August of 2003, a bunch of E-Universe employees with, uh, and for those who don't know, E-Universe is a, uh, it's an American internet marketing company that, that at one time owned the MySpace network. Uh, they had some employees with, with they were associated with Friendster. They had Friendster accounts. They saw the potential in social networking features. So for, I think Friendster, Friendster obviously was before, and there may have been some before that. But um, they decided to mimic it and then bring out, I guess, really the best features of uh, of social media and, and impl- implement their own to create MySpace. Within 10 days, the first version of MySpace was ready for launch, implemented using ColdFusion, which is a uh, rapid web application development created in 1995. Uh, a complete inf- infrastructure of finance, human resources, technical expertise, bandwidth, and server capacity was available for the site. And uh, the project was overseen by Brad Greenspan, uh, Chris DeWolf, uh, who is MySpace's starting uh, CEO, Josh Berman, and the wonderful Tom Anderson, who is MySpace's starting president, the guy that would always be your friend no matter, you know, no matter what, no matter what. Uh, and a, and yeah, a bunch he's of literally, he's literally, yeah, he's literally the face of MySpace. He is. He's still like popular, and I feel bad that we all just abandoned him. I've, like, I, I feel horrible that we all <laughs> abandoned him. Well, uh, I don't want to give anything away, but uh, trust me, uh, when I get into my uh, Johnny facts, you'll know that he's doing just fine. Okay. Oh, I've heard, I've heard, but oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. Um, the first MySpace users were actually Universe employees. The company, the excuse me, the company held contests to see who would. Sign up. Who could sign up the most users? Universe uses 20 million users and email subscribers to breathe life into MySpace and to pump some people, uh, a whole bunch of people, and just kept, you know, they just kept building, building. Uh, 2000, uh, oh, excuse me. Oh, there's something. In February 2005, Wolf had talks with Mark Zuckerberg over acquiring Facebook because Facebook was around at this time too, uh, but it was very, very tiny. But DeWolf rejected Zuckerberg's $75 million offer um, to get in on MySpace. So that would have been something. Um, 2005, and one of the company's first major internet purchases, News Corporation purchased MySpace for $580 million, which is an exorbitant amount of money. This is, 2005 is probably when I first started really noticing MySpace. I had heard little bits of it, uh, on the news, maybe some people talking about it, but I think 2005, 2006 is when I think I started my own. Uh, at the time of acquisition, the company was seeing... 16 million monthly users and growing exponentially like that's uh, it's like on steroids it's on steroids like it's hard to imagine another social media site kind of coming into play 
in, in being able to grow like that nowadays, and I don't know if it ever will. I mean, TikTok was really cool. A lot of people gravitated towards that relatively quickly, but, um, you know, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, those are like the big ones. Uh, after losing the bidding war for MySpace, Viacom chairman Sumner Redstone summed the entertainment industry in September '06 when he fired Tom Freston from the position of CEO. Redstone believed that the failure to acquire MySpace contributed to the 20% drop in Viacom stock price in 06 up to, to the date of Freston's ouster. So people are just, tr- they're just chopping at the bit. They're throwing all sorts of cash. They want to be a part of this. Obviously, if you're, I mean, this is literally like buying ad space on facebook today or just being involved with it if you're involved you're gonna make money you're gonna make money you're gonna get attention and publicity uh it's it's pretty it's it's pretty amazing um in august of 2006 myspace signed a landmark advertising deal with google and the deal guaranteed myspace 900 million dollars over three years nearly double the price news corp had, had paid to acquire the business so they're growing exponentially in 06 uh, in exchange, Google received exclusive rights to w- uh, provide web search results and sponsored my- links on MySpace. When the deal was signed, Google Chairman Eric Schmidt said, when we looked at what was gro- growing on the web, all our internal metrics pointed to MySpace. It's important to move uh, move Google to where the users are, and that is where the user-generated con- content is. By October 2006, the site had grown from generating $1 million in revenue per month to $30 million. I mean, this all stuff applies to the math sp- stats portion, but I think it's important to read in the history, too, because there's going to be a lot of numbers involved. $30 million per month MySpace was generating as of October 06, half of which came from the Google deal. The m- remaining 50% came from displaying, uh, display advertising sold by MySpace's in-house sales team. In November 2006, MySpace announced a 50-50 joint, with, uh, joint venture with SoftBank to launch MySpace in Japan. Uh, Mid-2007, MySpace was the largest social networking site in every European country where it created a local presence. By July 2007, Nielsen Net Ratings reported the company's active reach, or the uh, percentage of the population that visits MySpace, was anywhere from 10 to 15 times higher in Spain, France, and Germany than for runner-up Facebook. And then the UK, MySpace led Facebook by 2 to 1 in terms of reach. I can't even fathom that right now. I can't even fathom that idea right now. That my my yeah. MySpace being ahead, um, it it was legit just like overnight everybody just kind of jumped over. Um, on a, November first, two thousand seven, MySpace and Bebo joined the uh, Google-led Open Social Alliance, which already included uh, Friendster, High Five, LinkedIn. I guess that was kind of social media. Plaxo, Ning, and Six Apart. Open Social was to promote a common set of standards for software developers to write programs for social networks, so almost like a union. Of, uh, of social media. Facebook remained independent. Google had been unsuccessful in building its own social networking site, Orkut. I kind of remember that. I definitely didn't have one, but I remember everybody. Everybody and their mother wanted to have a social media site. I, <laughs> this is a complete sidebar, but Johnny, did you ever, when Cartoon Network had like a social thing, did you ever join that where they had like the stickers and uh, or you can get like uh, different I don't know if it was avatars, but um, Burger King had this deal where if you went there, uh, it was right around the time the Dragon Ball Z toys came out. But you go there and you could punch in a code and you can add little like you can add like Dragon Ball Z stickers to your profile. You can design like a whole a whole scene. Do you remember that at all? I I don't remember what it was called. I do not, but I really want to to find this. <laughs> it was it awesome. It was it was this was like that was probably the first social media I ever had. Was it sounds so cool? It was really neat. 
But smartly and wisely, the messages were preloaded, so people couldn't just go and talk crap to each other. There was, like, pre-designed messages. You have to do that because there's a lot of kids on there. Oh, for sure. You You got a lot of creeps. Which I, yeah, no, you're 100% right, but I did like that. And I I honestly just remember that. Um, (laughs) Was it? No, it wasn't. It wasn't Burger King. Jesus, criminy! It was car. It was Cartoon Network. I don't know why I said Burger King. Um, I well, you said both. Oh, I did say you both. Said both okay, to be fair. I got the, yeah. <laughs> the. It was a big promotion through Burger King, but uh, yeah. but Cartoon Network. I got a little tongue tied. Oh, what was that called? Uh, yeah, I can't remember. But it was uh, it was really cool. That was that was an early thing too. Um, by late 2007 and in 2008, MySpace was considered the leading social networking site and consistently beating out the main competitor, Facebook, in traffic. And initially, the emergence of uh, Facebook did little to diminish MySpace's popularity. At the time, Facebook was targeted only at college students. Uh, yeah, I mean, of, that makes sense, right? Oh, 100%. That's, uh, the, that's right where you want to have people. Yeah. Or that's, that's the yeah. perfect uh, target audience. Yeah, uh, most of your anything you want to make "quote unquote" cool, so it takes off. You want it to catch on at the high school slash college uh, area there, because once it takes off with them, then it's going to just grow. Oh yeah, it certainly did. Well, yeah, once it gets popular with the kids, then adults start yeah. trying it, and you know, it just it just and really then it becomes uncool. <laughs> yeah, and that, which is what's happened to Facebook because everybody's mom and uh, aunts and uncles are on there now, <laughs> so nobody cares about Facebook anymore. I, <laughs> I, I get very – if I didn't have to promote podcasts, I would not have a Facebook page. I can guarantee you that. Oh, man, you are preaching my language. <laughs> if I didn't have art slash podcast to, 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 that I have to have – like I even have – you know, like we have our own retro pop page and stuff. Yeah. If I didn't have that, I just – I'm just so tired of it. I just wouldn't care, and I just wouldn't log on to it ever. It literally drains the life out of me. But, like, yeah, yeah. once, once the older, like, generation – the really older generation started coming along, like – uh, once my grandmother had a Facebook page and she would c- type <laughs> comments and then she'd say, love grandma underneath. It's like, grandma, I, I, I know who you are. I, I can see your picture. I can see your name. You don't have to tell me it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Something really sweet about that, though. It is. It's very genuine. I love my grandparents. Um. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> on April 19, 2008, Facebook finally overtook MySpace in the Alexa rankings, and since then, MySpace has seen a continuing loss of membership. Several, There are several suggested explanations for its decline, including the fact that it stuck to a portal strategy of building an audience around entertainment and music. So I believe what they mean by portal strategy is you, you actually click on stuff and go to it. It's not a consistent feed. If you want to see something, you know, it's little. Obviously, you log on to Facebook and there's something new all the time. There's a legit timeline. Twitter, same exact way. Instagram, same exact way. MySpace, I think the only current stuff that they really had, they used to have like a thread. Uh, was it like a thread or a bulletin or something like that? They used to have like a bulletin board and people can make stuff and you get to converse. Um, so th- that was, that hurt. But I honestly. Now, after experiencing Facebook for the last 10 years, uh, I would go back to that heartbeat. Uh, former MySpace yeah. executives suggested that the $900 million three-year advertising deal with Google, while being a short-term cash windfall, was a handicap in the long run. That deal required MySpace to place even more ads on its already heavily advertised space, making the site slow, more difficult to use, and less flexible. MySpace cannot experience, uh, excuse me, 
excuse me, experiment with its own site without forfeiting revenue while rival Facebook was rolling out a new clean site design. Um, so things, yeah, things not looking good. MySpace CEO Chris DeWolf reported they had to push back against Fox Interactive Media sales team who monetized the site without regard to user experience. In an interview in 2012, Katz described how News Corp had put a lot of pressure on MySpace to focus on near-term monetiza- monetization as opposed to thinking about the long-term product. So everybody jumped on it too much. And honestly, it sounds just like Facebook is now. Where, Like if you think of something, if you think of it or just say it to somebody and Facebook is not open or you're not searching it, it's going to pop up in an advertisement. Like the advertisements yes. are crazy uh, insane on Facebook. But flexible at yeah the i don't same like time. that <laughs> no i don't like it at all uh, i'm with you though like i really i mean i kind of alluded to it before but the thing that i did like about myspace and they're probably right it's probably what kind of led to its downfall but the thing that i actually liked about it is if i wanted to search something out i had to actually search it out it wasn't just bombarded into my face right right yeah i, I think that was changing because you know how people are today short attention spans you got to have everything just laid out for you perfectly and uh yeah so that's that's kind of that was kind of the beginning of the end um you know it's just a lot of stuff it, it's just a lot of like stories about how you know my just myspace losing money not being able to pull in additional sponsors bogged down everybody leaves and uh yeah it just myspace keep keep selling basically people new people keep buying it i know in 2011 i think justin timberlake bought it along with somebody yeah, i think I, I think i read that uh, yeah, instead of bringing Sexy back, he tried to bring MySpace back. He tried. And did not work. He tried. But the issue, I think, like, if you go to MySpace.com today and you look at it, it's they're obviously going for a whole entertainment thing, right? That's the whole thing. Like, they're just telling you about all these bands, these musicians and stuff, which I don't mind. I, In fact, I kind of like that as a guy who likes music. Yeah. But the thing I remember greatly about MySpace and what I think made it popular was that you could really customize it for yourself and you could really like there are different templates you could use and you know you could add the music you wanted to add it was very much uh, an experience of of if you looked at somebody's myspace you kind of got a gist of who they were as a person yes and yeah when you get their their wallpaper their giant uh yes yeah yes yeah and i kind of feel like they kind of went away from that a little bit with the new stuff uh like i mean it took me forever to even find out where to get to the profile at because it's just kind of hidden uh, at the bottom left corner. It's very discreet. Uh, very discreet. Yeah. Which is really strange to me. Like, that, to me, should be the big selling point. <laughs> yeah, functionality is not really its, its, its you know, its strong point. But, um, yeah, it, it has evolved. Justin Timberlake did, when he bought MySpace, it really became music heavy. And I think, in a way, it was like a, it became like a LinkedIn for musicians, I, I guess. It was just a huge advertising space for musicians, which, like Johnny said, is a cool concept, but the idea... This might be their way of trying to adapt, you know, and and try and stay relevant. And obviously, they're still going today, and by no means is it as popular as it ever was. But, um, you know, they they found their niche. It, it's it's not it's not gonna. I would be hard pressed to find it. You know, I, I would be surprised to find it attain the success it had in the in the mid two thousands. It just it just won't happen. But it, it's it's really history at this point. Now is just a constantly reselling. And, and music place and even like the i'm looking at my myspace page now it, it and like johnny said it's been completely redesigned um top to bottom yeah also also kind of think if myspace was still huge now that 
it would they would have changed the algorithms of it like they'd done everything else. Oh and yeah, you'd be you'd be missing out. Uh, I mean, I remember when they changed the algorithms on Instagram, and I went from having all kinds of of likes and views, and now I barely get any because of how they switch things around, and it's just freaking awful. It's yeah. Uh, so yeah, they make it really hard for people who really want to uh, try to promote themselves and what they do. Uh, and I mean, in fairness, the original MySpace, you'd have to search that out, but at least when you did, you found it <laughs> and it was there. Yes. Uh, but now, now like on Instagram, for example, it's really, in my opinion, really went downhill. So, uh, I, I, I'm very curious if, I think we can kind of do this right. Well, maybe I should save it for, uh, the last thing, but if I don't say now, I'll forget. Okay. Um, what do you think? Do you think? Because I, I I feel I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I feel that social media in general is starting to dwindle a little bit. Um, Facebook, I've truly I, I think I heard Facebook was going down just a little bit. Uh, nobody likes what Instagram does now, unless you're like some really I attractive lady. Hate Instagram. I hate posting yeah. on it, and everyone's like, follow me on Instagram. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Um, <laughs> uh, but I kind of foresee. Uh, a future where I think there will always be social media now, but I do foresee a, a point where a lot of people just kind of like I don't I don't want to have to deal with it. I want off the grid, as they say. Okay. Yeah. No. I. I yeah. It's. I, I, I'm leaning that way already myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm almost ready to risk podcast numbers so I don't have to, to see stuff. Um. Yeah. They just become. They're just like. They're just like. Like, uh, what's the phrase? Um, they're just off like cesspools of negativity, and and people are like tired of yeah. it. Yeah, they're, they're people are just tired of it. Um, you know, it, it, people don't want to see that anymore. Instagrams, yeah, Instagrams hard to use. Twitter is is maybe a little bit more milder than probably maybe a little bit better than Facebook, but I I don't know. It's I, I'm indifferent about social media as it is. I'm very frustrated with it as a whole, but um. But yeah, that's everybody. That's really the history. Well, the, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I, th- I think the reason that Facebook is kind of losing steam is that if you have people in your family, you kind of feel obliged to add them, right? Like even, I mean, there's people that there that are my friends and my family that I like, but I don't necessarily care if I follow them on Facebook, <laughs> you know. Uh, but I do it just because, uh, you know, I would I kind of would feel guilty if they found out I wasn't. If that makes any sense, and so I feel kind of like forced into it, especially when it comes to family. Like, I mean, obviously I'd follow my mom because she's on there, but uh, you know, like I have aunts and uncles who are on there who I just kind of blindly follow. Yeah, uh, just just out of because I mean I love them. Don't get me wrong, but you know I follow them basically so I don't feel guilty if they find out that I wasn't following. Yeah, them. I can't tell you how many fights like my family has had because of Facebook stuff. Like I had to block my oh, gran- yeah. I had to block my grandfather because he just kept sending me political stuff and like I'm about no to- that's the worst it's the worst and yeah. I have an uncle on there who only talks to me when he wants to sell me one of his pyramid schemes and I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> it's awful it's 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 really like it, it's sad but that's like that's how it is it's it's nauseating. It's nauseating. Yeah. But yeah. Um, everybody on that. No, let's go into the uh, let's go into Matt's stats.
All right, everybody. So we did drop a lot of numbers for you in the in the main in, in the main rundown. Um, I have this is from expandedramblings.com. Uh, MySpace stats that twenty MySpace statistics, statistics and facts then and now. Um, as of twenty July first, twenty twenty was the last time it was updated. So, um, so I wanted to kind of run through these. Like I said, I already gave you the num most of those numbers. Here's some other ones. Um, MySpace statistics as of twenty uh, as of twenty sixteen. This is the last time it was up. This part was updated. Twenty sixteen, MySpace was seeing uh, fifteen million monthly visitors. That's still a lot. That's not bad. Yeah, that's still pretty good. That's not bad. Um, number of monthly visitors to the to MySpace from the United States, 5.5 million, which is still a decent chunk, obviously not what anything like it was used to. Um, number of MySpace users currently, uh, 50.6 million monthly active users. I'm not sure how that math... Oh, maybe... Oh, I'm not sure how that math works out, but... Um, Number of monthly video views on MySpace, about 300 million. Number of MySpace users at its absolute peak. So this is like 2006, 2007-ish. 75.9 million users. Um, uh, users peak. Uh, let's see. Uh, where Facebook has 2.7 billion. So they, uh, they outdid them a little bit. Uh, Month and year of MySpace peak. Actually, December 08 was the the high the highest point of MySpace, um, as far as users estimated peak value of MySpace. It's still worth about or, or at, at its best it was worth 12 billion. Excuse me. Uh, month and year that MySpace was overtaken by Facebook and worldwide users. I already mentioned that was April 2008. Uh, currently, as of 2020, excuse me, 2019, 14.2 million artists are featured on MySpace. So that's quite a bit. Uh, there's 53 million songs in the MySpace library, and on a daily, on, on the daily, there's an average about 13,000 songs uploaded to MySpace. Uh, yeah, that's one thing I will say that MySpace definitely does better than Facebook, and it's uh, music promoting uh, musicians and stuff. Yes, very I mean, very you, good job. You can you can have pages on Facebook, like I know a lot of. I mean, we have pages for this podcast, but uh, but for whatever reason, MySpace does a much better job when it comes to that stuff. They do. They they most certainly do. Um, we should try and bring it back for podcasting. <laughs> Let's just all go yeah. to MySpace and, and, and make it a podcasting. Um, at its peak, and well, as of June two thousand nine, MySpace employed about sixteen hundred employees. Okay, MySpace employees currently, as of twenty twenty, one hundred and fifty. That 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 number makes sense to me, though. Yeah. Sad, but it makes sense. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, it's probably a good job to have, you know, when you're that limited. And but and, and there's still money coming through. Uh, obviously, all these musicians. I, I would imagine some of these musicians they actually pay to have their stuff heavily featured. Um, MySpace's office is currently located out of Los Angeles, California. Uh, let's see, News Corp purchased it for five hundred eighty million. I think I already mentioned that. Um, yeah, that's kind of really MySpace's stats in a nutshell. It's it, it didn't la it didn't last as long. Like the the peak years did not last as long as I thought they did. It was I didn't realize how quick it came and went. But now that like I hear that, like I I remember, um, 
you know, I, I remember convincing a lot, a lot of people in like 05 and 06 to join MySpace, and, and then they did. And it was probably about like a two to three year run where it was really, it was really like the be all end all. And yeah, <laughs> you should be absolutely obsessed with it. But that's Matt's stats, everybody. Uh, next, we're, we're going to take a look and, and see what Johnny's got for uh, Johnny's Did You Know? So the, the one thing I want to touch on real quick before I get into the meat and potatoes of my did you know is that what is Tom from MySpace doing now, Matt? Well, Tom from MySpace is living La Vida Loca, man. He's living the, the best life. Uh, as of 2018, uh, he lives in he lives in Hawaii. That's not that's not too bad, if you ask me. He's quote unquote retired. And uh, by retired, I mean he literally travels the world taking photographs. That's what he does for uh, for oh. a job now. And then you can, I'm yeah, so he jealous. Has an, I'm so jealous. He has an Instagram page, and you can see. I mean, he's went to some really stunning places. Uh, but he's on Instagram. Follow him on there. Uh, you know our love for Instagram. Uh, but what I what I decided to do for this uh, is I'm going to tell you the top bands. Uh, that really broke big because of MySpace. Okay. Now, Matt, when I start listening to these bands, A, I want to know if you've heard of them, and B, uh, after I've listed all of them, I want you to tell me the similarities. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. All right. <clears throat> Panic at the Disco, of course. Heard of them. Yep. All right. From first to last. Never heard of them. Hello, goodbye. Heard of them in passing. I don't know if I've heard a song, but. 303. Nope. Wait, is it 3OH3? Yes. I've seen it. I don't think I've heard a song before, though. All right. Attack, attack. Yes. The Black Dahlia Murders. No, I haven't heard of them. But I am noticing a similarity Uh, in style. (laughs) <laughs> and names yeah all right black veal brides no <laughs> all right. bring me the horizon no all right bullet for my valentine no <laughs> wait no yes, i have wait, wait. i'm just casually saying no at this point i have heard about bullet for my valentine all right uh the devil wears prada yep Heard of them. All right. Uh, the Hollywood Undead. Yes. All right. Job for a Cowboy. Nope. Protest the Hero. No. All right. And the last one I want to give you is Suicide Silence. Suicide Silence. I. Yeah, maybe. So this is like, like a, this is like. Would this be like punk rock, I guess, in a way? For, emo? Yes, I would. Bit. Yeah, yes. Remember emo, emo was a, gen- a genre of music? <laughs> that's what this is. This is That's what this is. Wow. Almost all these bands, because I've heard of quite a few of these. Almost all these bands are emo bands. I used to be really into emo rock stuff, especially when oh, I was yeah. a teenager, early 20s. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> 
you can tell like younger people were really in the MySpace because that's who would listen to these type of bands, right? Um, I had forgotten half of these bands. I I went back and tried to listen to some of these bands again, and I was like, oh my gosh, I used to listen to this. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Though I will say, and I'm not ashamed of this, uh, Panic at the Disco still holds up. They're not bad. They're not bad. I couldn't name a song yeah. of theirs, but I've heard. I know I've heard their music before. They're not bad, not too shabby. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a de- there's a definite trend here with these bands for sure. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, uh, so that those are the top ones. That's the top selling ones, huh? Or top performing ones on MySpace. These are all the bands that got really big because of MySpace. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Well, at least something positive came out of it. Um, yep. All right, everybody. We're about to wrap this episode up. Let's head on to uh, MySpace's impact on pop culture today. You know, uh, MySpace is... Uh, impact is uh, is like undeniable i'm trying to think of certain things that like came and went quick but paved the way for uh paved the way for like really cool thing like like uh i, I got at, like, i got a great comparison you got one okay yeah i got one all right so this is from the the realm of video games um myspace is the atari to facebook's nintendo in that the Atari was the thing that really made it okay to uh, for a home console, right? That's what Atari did. They made home consoles actually a selling thing. Because before Atari came around, there were home consoles, but they didn't sell well. And people uh, just uh, overall just didn't care right. about them. The concept, they, was, kind of, the concept was there, basically. Right. But it was, more of a, it was more of a fad. Yes. Yeah. But now, but now, uh, and then, of course, when Atari starts dwindling down, uh, Nintendo comes along and just blows everything away. And if they probably would not have, actually, I know, Nintendo would not have tried to get into video games if it wasn't for Atari paving the way. So, I kind of feel that's what this is. Like, MySpace is the Atari. Without MySpace, I do feel most social media would have just kind of... Uh, uh, would have not went very far because MySpace really pushed it, and everybody jumped on board for it. And I do mean everybody. And then that led to Facebooks and your Twitters and your Instagrams, and it's all and they can all thank MySpace for making it something for cool kids to do, which is how you get any sort of traction for sure you know, when it comes to social stuff. Yeah, for sure. I was actually gonna make the uh, MySpace as the blockbuster to Facebook being Netflix, which I mean works just that, yes. as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's a good one too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think what we're both saying here is, uh, even though now in pop culture a lot of people don't even probably, uh, well, heck, there's people now who are adults who probably didn't even know about, <laughs> who never had a MySpace page. But uh, you know, it's definitely part of our history of people our age and and, and younger and. Uh, it's kind of vital for better or for worse to where we are now when it comes to social media. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to make of that, 
better or for worse? Yeah. It's kind of both. It's, I mean, that's the thing, too. When you make something for humans, then humans are going to uh, <laughs> be humans with it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, they are. It, it's, I don't know. I, I just, I, I wish MySpace lasted a whole lot longer than it actually did. Um, Same. It was, Same. it was the gateway drug to a lot of things. Gateway drug to a lot of bigger and obviously better, um, you know, yeah. social media sites, but. Yeah, there we go. That's a great comparison. There, uh, MySpace was the marijuana to face Facebook's Facebook crack cocaine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's definitely important. It was an important part of a lot of people's high school lives. Uh, the social aspect of it. Uh, yeah, it also led to some downfalls too. Because I once. Uh. I once I I tried the blogging thing too, and every yeah. everybody misconstrued something I said, and my entire senior year, people thought I was on like suicide watch. It was bad. It was really really bad. Um, I hate it. Like it, it was, it was interesting, but that was like it, it was me. It was a way for me to open up because I didn't have a great social life in high school, and I would, you know, that's how I would be able to express myself and make friends and try new things. Um, I still struggle that with that to this day, but MySpace was an important part of that, and I th- I think it's MySpace's impact on you know people's lives is is you know childhoods, upbringings, in some cases it's 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 nearly undeniable. So yeah, that that's for sure. Uh, and I think I think all of us, if we looked back in our uh, <laughs> in our younger lives, uh, a lot of things were ashamed of. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah 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 me me included <laughs> but um that is it everybody that is my space in a nutshell johnny what do you got for us uh for next time in two weeks all right so i really thought about this i have a, a couple that i really want to do however i already know what i'm going to do for october because it's halloween month so i have one set up for that okay so I kind of feel like for this one, we should have like a big one, like a big heavy hitter. I don't feel like we've done a heavy hitter in a while. We haven't done like a huge thing like Star Wars, right? Right. So I'm saying next time on Retro Pop, we're covering Batman. Heavy hitter. So yeah. Excellent choice, my friend. Uh, listeners, thank you so much, as always, for your endless support. And we'll be, we'll be back with you in two weeks uh, to talk about the Dark Knight. Yes. And uh, I'll leave you with this. Uh, please add me on social media. <laughs> oh, I do have one thing real quick to uh, to bring up. Uh, I have a, I have a what's well, not new, but I have a second season. I just started of my podcast, Johnny Townsend's Horde Movie Reviews, and that's where I take movies, mostly horror films, and I, that I have not seen and will never watch. But I watch the trailer and I tell you everything about that movie based on the trailer. I'm glad to see that's back up. I didn't. I didn't know it disappeared for a little while. I'm glad to see you're back doing it though. It's, yeah, it's very enjoyable content. But all right, listeners, yeah. thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next time right here on Retro Pop.
Mullen, get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys, here's the situation. Two minutes left, zero timeouts, down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards. All right, we can do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready. Set. Mother. Delay of game. Offense.